You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. To another episode of For All Nerds. This is Tatiana King Jones holding on a spaceship once again this week, also known as the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as V for Def Jam Vendetta, Rita Orochimaru, Stone Cold Steve Lawson, Cruella the Chill, and Oprah Slim Free. And here holding on a spaceship with me is. What's up, everybody? <laughs> How are you today? Why so coy? It is I. <laughs> Your friend. Hi, my name is Jeff, and I'm known throughout the reaches of space as oh, the Rum Punch Man, <laughs> Jason Mimosa, the there Wizard of Oscorp, the King in the North Face, Seven of Nine Nine Problems, Brainiac, Five, Five Racks, Miles Morassets, and Sasha Banksy. Oh! You could okay. have that one. I, I, I was going to say because I love Sasha Banks. Yeah, you could I, take, I, that, I'll one. take that one. I'm going to add that to the list. Thank you very much. Um, I like your Mr. Rogers intro. Thank you. Very, very, uh, very smooth and keep confident. Keep it calm. We keep it calm. And calm. You know? um, but we we absolutely need to keep calm this week because it's like the wildest stuff just be happening every single week. Um, it doesn't help Man. that we... I will say, just in trying to get into the zone with this show, it doesn't help that we watched Chris D'Elia before, Mm-mm. or Delia <laughs> before, because he's a nutcase. He's a mess. He's a mess. But um, one thing I, you can learn from him is that you need to speak your mind, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. important, especially when you have a platform. It's really important. Um, that said, um, before we get into too much of the fun stuff, I wanted to take some time to address something very serious that occurred this past week. Um, as those of you may know, if you follow us on Instagram, social media, wherever, you heard some news that um, our beloved leader, DJ Banamin, his mom passed away. So we obviously wanted to keep that private until um, we he found the right time to speak about it and he felt confident enough to speak about it um not that you can ever be completely confident about that but 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 comfortable i say enough to speak about it so i wanted to just personally and i know jeff as well but we wanted to personally just share our love and support to our brother to his entire family and there this is unimaginable yeah how something like this could happen and how to even deal with that? Because that's that's also, generally speaking, in the scheme of things, you never think t- that you lose a parent. So it's always usually the other, you, you know, I mean, at least it's early. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to say 
love, light, we support you. I know you're listening. I just want to make sure that you know that we're always going to be here for you. The listeners are here for you. Thank you to everybody who reached out to Ben Amin on the interwebs, um, reached out to him personally, emails, calls, like it, it's, it's been coming heavy and he sees it and he sees you. And even if you haven't gotten a response from him, please believe he appreciates that love. Yeah, no doubt. Um, losing a parent is super difficult. So I um, unfortunately know how he feels and yeah. I, uh, you know, it's I just send all my love and strength to him. Hopefully, you know, we've love you. We support you. You know, we already ready here, um, ready to turn up and argue with you again when you get back. And um, mm-hmm. and shout out to the fans too. like I really you really showed a lot of good support. Hold them down. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I just hope the fam is OK. Everybody down there. Um, and uh we press on, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, obviously, you know, he may be gone for a while on his own journey into space, but he will be back. So just stick with us. We'll be here holding down the ship as usual. And speaking of holding things down, I wanted to go in a little bit to something that I saw that happened this week on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So do you know who Rachel true is? Rachel true. Yeah. I would have to say false. You do, because if you see a picture of her that you'll go, oh, yeah, I know who she is. So does a movie called The Craft ring any bells? The Craft? Oh, my God. It it rings one bell. I don't know if it rings the bell as we go to the Google machine. (laughs) Okay. Rachel. Oh. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I know her. Did, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was on half and half. like somebody's uncle. Yeah. yeah I know, I know her, her, her mama lived on 125th and Lennox. We used to go to the fish market. You know where they fry the good fish, not the other one. The one on 125. And we used to see her every Sunday. She was always nice. All a real nice girl. Real nice girl. <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. Word, word, word. <laughs> Um, she was also on that UPN show, Half and Half. Was it UPN? Half and Half, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the blackest network in the history of TV, <laughs> UPN. Yo, UPN was legendary. Yo, that's why I said the CW The CW is a black network. Y'all don't know its roots. <laughs> it, 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 it arrived from UPN. We had to suffer through whole boys in outer space to get uh, the, the, the DC TV universe. So, wow. Shout out to them. That's crazy. But that's that's crazy how it did like literally go from the blackest network to Bruh. most superhero right. based network. Yo, I'm telling you. Is there you. anything else on the CW except for superhero? Well, or? Riverdale, but if but you want to like say comic, comic. It's it's comic-y, but oh no, yo, Jane the Virgin, um Supernatural, unless you want to say like not derived from a comic book. Nah, I don't believe so. Well, not a comic book, but right, isn't right, right. it? Literally it's super it's literally supernatural. Okay. So Jane the Virgin, um Roswell is sci-fi. Yo, low key, CW is a sci-fi network too. Basically. Like they have a lot of stuff. But I know I keep saying um <laughs> I was gonna say charmed, but um <laughs> shit. Well, well, that brings us Damn. back to this. This this so I, I Oh, want... they got a new um they have a new like black it's a a black show like based on football. It's some something based on football. Tay Diggs, I think, is in it. What? I can't think of it. It's called American something more, halftime something more. I don't know. But does they Tay but they that, Does Tay Diggs follow you on Twitter? He probably he does. He follow anybody. <laughs> Team follow back ass. Um, well, 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 well. That aside, I wanted to bring that up because um, I, you know, and I mentioned ally and support and things like that. So Rachel True, 
went on Twitter earlier this week mm-hmm. to make a, a very important statement regarding the lack of support she has received in the industry in general as a black woman and particularly as it relates to the craft and um, and her her. I mean, we'll go into deeper if it really does relate to her co-stars, but um, she said, she started out, she said, I think it's interesting that these conventions, meaning like comic book conventions, sci-fi conventions, all this other stuff, mm-hmm. um, are, or fantasy conventions, are booking Nev, Feruza, Robin all together, but excluding me. Sounds about white. So <laughs> the people she named were her three cast members from mm-hmm. the craft. Um, and then she's, she's, she goes on to recall those times where it was probably like in in hindsight she was like that's probably the most difficult thing um when she goes to press junkets she recalls being ignored during that um she she felt at the time she thought oh well maybe it was an oversight but in hindsight she's like no you are definitely ignoring me mm-hmm. uh the film was about four effing girls not three <laughs> that that her words um so like I said, she continues to talk about all the different times that where in the past she thought, you know, well, maybe again, maybe this was something that she was playing up in her mind. But when she realizes it, that it, it was more than that, she also shared something that I like personally was taken aback on. She said this thread just made me uh, remember the shitty feeling of watching three the three other girls present that one year at the MTV Movie Awards. While I sat in the audience, despite having two movies coming out, these aren't the worst things to suffer, but accumulated over the years, it's exhausting. And she said, by the way, I brought up the award show because being left out of these events didn't just hurt ego. It had a direct effect on people of color, actors, pockets, pocketbooks, public profiles and level of celebrity. So, again, like I said, she, she continued to talk about some more stuff. But then my first thought in my head was, where's her co-stars? Mm. Like I, not that I follow any of these other people, but I'm just like, when we talk, uh, this a lot of people who talk up and play up the idea of of allyship and mm-hmm. supporting. Where, and I didn't tweet at her, but that's the first thing I thought in my mind. I was like, well, where is your your quote unquote people's at? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. And these are the same people who like you'll hear coming to news say, oh, I support me too. And I support this and I support that. But when you have a, a struggle or a fight literally standing right next to you and you say nothing, mm-hmm. I don't understand how to negotiate that. Yeah, it's peculiar to me. It's peculiar to me that they would allow themselves to present an award without the fourth person like wouldn't you say something like if for example someone said oh we need the four owners to come up and talk about whatever award and they say you and ben and don't say and then and then and you and would you guys go up there and be like well what about tatiana or whoever else no i would hit you up and be like why are you not up here like are you not coming to the award show but that's a different dynamic even for because you look at these actors on these shows they're re- they're legit coworkers they they don't they may not have a personal bond so to to check where they are is one thing but if you know she's there she was in the building and in the crowd <laughs> while the rest of you were perfor- were presenting an award and you know the only reason you up there is for the damn craft <laughs> like that was about four four women, and only three of them is up there. Now, if she wasn't there, then que sera, sera. Right. But 
how? No, how do there. you allow that to happen? How do you not say anything now? If one of them comes out and says, well, we asked and they said that you couldn't be a part of it. But, but then, then I would still... You reach should out. take the next step. Yeah, like, you reach well, out. Why would she not be a part of it? If you're talking about a body of work where it literally featured all four of us, right? Why would that be the case? Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's not adding up. And, and that's what I kind of just kept thinking about as Rachel continued on. She even um, actually came back like the next day. Um, like I said, she as she was, you know, sharing this on Twitter. Somehow she got a hold of a text message conversation between one of the convention organizers and I guess someone else who was booking the talent. And the convention organizer says something to the effect of, um, yeah, that's why we don't need her here. Basically implying that her reaching out was a problem. Oh, this is what it said. It said, John, we're going to pass on Rachel. This was totally uncalled for. And his he was... Saying that in response to Rachel's bevy of tweets. Mm -hmm. Why was that on call for, sir? Because they put they got put on blast and they don't want to be embarrassed in front of the nerd community. <laughs> and they're they take an affront to being called out on their shit by a black woman or, or women in general or anybody who would so, um, you know, be so audacious as to question why conventions would continuously book three out of the four leads continuously. Now, I've been places where <laughs> New Edition is probably the best example. Oh, where you don't know Bobby gonna be there, you don't know if Giant Gill gonna be there, but, but New that's a do you personal know, thing. right? But you know, New Edition is New Edition, so you right. you understand. You may not get the whole squad. But if I'm going to a convention, that would be like going to a convention. I know Supernatural is heavy on the con, the con mm -hmm. scene, right? If if Jensen Ackles or Jared Padalinki, the two, those two stars, mm -hmm. if one of Sam and Dean, if Sam was there and Dean wasn't, what People are we like, doing? And like I said, I understand when it's things like conflicts of schedule, stuff like that. But like when it's a, a blatant and obvious uh you know, point to to completely keep her out of things. Right. Then you got to think about, you know, and, and the other reason why I bring this up is because we as people of color constantly and, I, and maybe I don't speak for everybody, but I damn sure speak for myself. You constantly go through this kind of tennis match in your head where you're like, are they doing this because I'm black or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever your ethnicity is? Are, are Is it because of of because I'm a woman or is it because of something else? Am I tripping? And a lot of this type of behavior, unfortunately, results in a lot of second guessing. Mm -hmm. um, second guessing your truth, second guessing your experience, mm -hmm. and then it makes it that much harder for you to get ahead, whether in your career, whether in trying to rise your star, whatever the case is, whatever you're trying to do. It, it, it just makes things worse. And then on top of it, the thing that bothers me the most is these so-called, again, allies, they are nowhere to be found. Right. And just thinking from a place of nuance, right? If I was speaking to her, I would ask her, did she ever reach out to these conventions when they were booking three out of the four just to see what they would say prior to this Twitter thread? Rachel, but why would she? Why would she reach out to the convention? She's talent. talent. Conventions reach out to you when you're talent. Well, her and, and, people then. Because you you never – here's the thing. If, if, you're, if you're blatantly omitting me – Yeah. I want confirmation so that I know if I'm being blackballed. I know if there's a um, a conscious effort to keep me away. Mm. Who knows? Maybe it's the other three that don't want her there. And they talk to the conventions as a block and say, 
nah, if you book us, you book us. Right. You don't book her. How you have to is get that? The, right, but we don't true. know. And this is all speculation. I try to think from a place of complete story. Yeah. So, and, you know, I don't know the convention business. I don't know the booking business like that when it comes to conventions, right? But if I wanted to book the craft, I'm going to get the as many stars as I as I can, especially because they're a, a niche fervent fan base with those type of shows so and for her i would just want to know if she could do it's similar to colin kaepernick in his collusion case where he he goes through certain steps to prove that there is some type of collusion you ask like you know it's her herself I wouldn't expect her to do it because they usually have agents and people. Mm -hmm. So they reach out and say, hey, I noticed that you booked three of the stars from from the craft. Why wouldn't you book the fourth the fourth one? It doesn't make any sense. Did you did you did you you know, did you think she wasn't down for it? Like you you want to put everything on the table so that you can eliminate all the other possibilities and get to what it is. Sure. Except for the fact, like, why does all that burden of proof have to fall on me? Like as the person who, who in question, like what? I wouldn't say it's a burden of proof. I'm not saying she has to do it. Yeah. I'm saying if I was her, I would want to to confirm what I'm saying. I can it, the way it sounds to me is she she probably said fuck it a long time ago and just was like you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm noting this. She's noting everything mm-hmm. so that when it it boiled to a head, we get this Twitter thread. But right. when it comes to recognition. And it's it's pretty foul, but especially as black people, sometimes we have to go the extra mile to stand up for what's ours and demand it. Even if we don't, we shouldn't have to, even if it's exhausting, even if it's it's unfair and it's unright. This is what, unfortunately, being a black person, being a black American, being a black person in America in general is about is having to overcome the hurdles that other people don't have on their journey in order to to get the same or bigger or larger level of success. It's so it's so wild. It's so foul. And and I'm I don't knock her for it. Mm-hmm. I if I was her just thinking objectively, I'd just be like, yo, did you did you ask them to confirm that? Not to say that you lying, but you you wanna make sure you know what it is so that you how how you move next. You know? So it, it it's so it's so foul, but But you know man. what? It also is difficult. Like how do you confirm stuff like that? Because you can ask and people be like, Oh no, we would never exclude you for that reason. They give you that bullshit <laughs> you know, response. So it's just like, Well, then, then that's what I'm saying about the well, how do you how do you prove that besides what has occurred? And again, mm-hmm. it goes to for me, it goes back to where's your peoples? Where's these three women who haven't or who I like I said, I'm again speculation. Did anybody say anything? Did anybody say, where's Rachel? Did you guys talk to her? Or, better yet, we're not coming unless you get all of us. Right. How about that? Because it's not like they're the charmed ones, right? Where there was, there was four, <laughs> there technically is four of them. But and, you, and, if you and, may book the last three, you may, you may book um, Paige, Piper, and Phoebe. <laughs> but you, you Prue, you, you may not you get Prue. Back you, to may, the yeah, you, you, you may not get Prue. But if you don't get Prue, I don't think that the fan base would be like, oh, damn. Because she was going halfway into the series. Right, but that's wrong. Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't oh, I'm talking about. No, no, no. I hear you. I'm just saying, like, yeah. uh, just a parallel. So if three out of the four of them showed Could up, that be I a wouldn't parallel? be. No, those are all white women. I'm taking, I'm, 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 I'm. 
I'm not seeing color for a second. I'm okay. just talking about I'm seeing gender for a second, right? Okay. If if I'm just talking matter of fact, it's not even that. I'm just seeing shows, right? Yeah. If I was a charm stand, the original charm stand, and three out of the four showed up, as a fan, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow. Cause I would figure, well, maybe Shannon Doherty don't don't fuck with it like that anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, she she clearly wasn't because she left. So I wouldn't expect her to show up at con. Like if she showed up, I'd be oh. You probably but be if surprised. I, if I was a craft fan, I'd be like, oh damn, they didn't get Rachel True or whatever her um character's name is. I would I would ask why. But then maybe that's a deeper conversation into what the fan base is about and blah, 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 blah. So It's definitely a deeper conversation. So um, we did um, see a lot of people asking us or asking Rachel to come on the show. To, really? To, yeah, a lot of people. So um, True. we're working on it. Can't promise anything, but we are working on it because just besides that, you know, Rachel been in the game for a minute. Mm-hmm. So we would love to talk to her, get her expertise. I feel like she was in, she was, she had this something else prominent. Like why? Like I, I, she, I, I recognize her from other stuff that she's been in, but I just for something else, I something on the back of my mind, tip of my tongue that I don't know if it was recently, if it was last year that she did something that she was in. Last year, maybe last year. So or two she years was ago? in. I can't remember. Did you watch her. something called Chris Pierce or The Manor? She no. was in both of those. No, I did not. Um. Rachel True. That's crazy. She was in Sharknado too. I did not know that. Mm. Must have missed her in, within the Sharknado. <laughs> no, she's um, like I said. She she's just to me. All, I I I feel you, and I don't. I just feel like <laughs> there, there's there's no excuse. Like I just I wish y'all there would. There is no excuse. I wish y'all would. I wish y'all there would. That no was excuse. me. I wish y'all would. I just just being just <laughs> listen from a from a business perspective. Even 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 if it feels like. It's messed up. Sometimes you, I'm just saying, it, it. We shouldn't have to do it, but we have. That should be like the the um mission statement of black people at <laughs> Beverly. We shouldn't have to do it, but sometimes we gotta do that shit. And sometimes we gotta take a break, like we're doing right now. Hold on, we'll be back with more for all nurture. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing, and spending time with my kids. I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness. And when I'm not making white people Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. Welcome back, fan fam. It is us, the For All Nerds crew, bringing you the best in geek and pop culture from the perspective of the people of color. And we're back with my favorite segment. The Guac is Extra. And as usual, we have some pretty interesting questions from our listeners. Jeff, would you like to pick the first one that we discussed today? Yes. 
I shall. All right. All right. From uh, Reggie Mosby Jr. at Reggie Mosby Jr. When it comes to pure, unadulterated vocal skills, excluding dancing, writing, etc., who do you all have as your goat male female singers across any and all genres, alive or dead? Pure, unadulterated vocal skills. Wow. Okay. So, and Reggie's picks are Marvin Winans Sr. Yes, I put him over Luther Vandross, R.I.P., and Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. Mm. I think for women, it's Whitney. I was the first person that came to mind was Whitney. The, I think it's it, the the line begins <laughs> and the line ends at Whitney Houston. Nippy is the first person I thought of. I, we, we, you said across genres because she can do any genre. <laughs> she could do damn near any octave. Like like I or you know rest in power forever. I mm-hmm. Whitney for sure. What yeah, about man. what about male? Um, shoot, I'm scared to say anybody at this point because I don't know. <laughs> Doing what out here, bro? Because men are trash. Yeah, huh? I, 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 uh, ugh, ugh. Quoteth Ben Ami. Ugh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know this, this world, man. This man, Chris, you been eating Sabaros, bro? Like that's Sabaros. <laughs> you, you better with this your man, life, man, Chris. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris came in here. Brother with a Christopher panini. came in here with the veggie panini. What is that? Portobello mushrooms. Mm-hmm. GFG, we it's all we got. Um, male, I don't, I don't. Michael know, Jackson, bro. Luther Vandross. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you said, why, 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 why the faces? V- pure un- unadulterated. Oh, unadulterated? Vocal, I mean, like just straight vocal skills. I don't know for men. That might, this might be out of my um my depth. If you throw out some names, maybe I can yeah. pick out of some names. But um, I don't think I've been around long enough to answer this question. I don't know. Like, cause somebody be like, why didn't you name so and so from fifty years ago? And I'm like, cause did, I didn't know. Who did he say? He said Marvin Gaye. No, he said uh, Marvin, Marvin Winans Senior. See, he 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 went his bag for that. He went in his bag. And I am not a vocalist, so I uh, clearly L- Luther Luther um, um, is definitely um, Stevie. Yeah. David Bowie. David Bowie, Bobby McFerrin, Stevie Wonder, John there's Lennon, a lot of, Freddie there's Mercury, a lot of Prince. People. Prince, ooh. In straight vocals, though? But, no. And, 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 and straight musical genius, Prince. But like straight pure, vocals, just vocals when I, alone. When now. I think about pure, unadulterated vocals, I'm thinking, like, I could just, he could be on the podcast right now and just belt. Like, belt. Like, no, I don't need a beat. I don't need you to auto-tune me. Right. I don't need you. I don't need no producer. Like, I can sing. Luther Vandross? From there. I, I, I think from from what I remember, him and, and Stevie, I know, has always been complimented for his voice. Yeah. As, as a pure, a pure voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know. Frank Sinatra I'm for sh- all my New Yorkers. <laughs> I know. I know. Born people, in 1940, and <laughs> I know a lot of people are like just screaming at us while listening right now. Yeah, you cannot just add, pull like, up people. I'm not gonna lie, singing R&B, um, blues, all of that—that that is not my wheelhouse. But um, Luther, Luther sounds Luther and Stevie to me sound good. Does that sound like a good? I, I can't remember a Marvin Winans song. Um, mm. my, Marvin Winans seen it, but if you told me it, I probably would know it. I'm not that like deep into it, so I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> so 
of course, like I said, if you mad about what we said, or you, or you, obviously, we've left out so many great ones. Let us know. If you mad, you mad a, a, a rational. We just said like I don't, I don't, I don't know, but don't this know. is what I would say. But um, What's you want to go to the next one? All right. Hello, fan fam. My questions are inspired by Tatiana's IG account. Love it. Here's me rolling my eyes. Um, <laughs> Hater. Hey, yes, yes, I am. Which fish? Which? Let me drink some water because I'm, I'm rolling out right now. I need to. I, I'm gonna get it. Let me get it. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Ew. Which fictional character style would you cop? B. Who has the worst style, and how would you hook them up? Damn. Thanks for continuously putting out great content across all your platforms. Cheer. Afro Taku Storm. Well, first of all, thank you. Blush, batting eyelashes. Um, she definitely didn't do that, by the way. That's like LOL. She just typed. She just LOL'd you just now. It didn't laugh out loud. I did, sir. I didn't look. He's sorry. such a hater. I anyway, know. I'm sorry. Um, let, me, let me shake that off. So, so who, 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 <laughs> who be getting those these fits off fictionally? Well, fictionally, oh, see, I know lots of nonfictioned characters out here that that definitely need a makeover. She about to too. say James Baldwin and shit. <laughs> Are you crazy? James Baldwin no. got fits, boy. Yes, James no, Baldwin. No, that's what they say. Which fictional? The A is the good one. The A is the good one. Which fictional? No, I character? know. I'm just saying from a that's fictional I standpoint, I, I, I got, I got, I got to think a little bit. Stronger. Um, I'm uh, trying to think. Oh, we get it fits off fictionally. Fictional fits. Fictional though. Fictional fits. Who gets them off? Damn, yo, that's a good. Oh. Ball from Wicked and the Divine. If you read uh, Wicked and the Divine, I mean, obviously, he's he's also based off of many different people, but Ball be fresh as hell. So Ball for sure. Say, I was about to say, yeah. Um, see, but you know what? Uh, Chris, Chris is saying Cottonmouth from um, Ooh, Cotton Luke, Mouth Cage. From Luke Cage. But that's a cheat code because that's just Mahershala. <laughs> that's just Mahershala getting a fit off. Wait. Mahershala. Mahershala. Mahershala is good no matter Yo. what he does. I was mm. screaming when somebody said that um, he had a slavery cut in the season of True Detective. It was like, yo, him <laughs> and, and a slavery cut and the, and the boozy fade. Yo, what? Uh, he did have a boozy. He fade. does has a boo the 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 um, boozy fade. Yeah. The '90s timeline. He has a boozy fade. Oh he definitely God. has to wipe me down. I'm trying to think. Who mm. do who do I think gets a fit off? Fictionally, in, um, fictional fit. Yeah, the eighties, the eighties one is is stra- straight the, reparations. All of the bosses from Final Fantasy, all Yo, they fit. I was just about to say, Sephiroth looked like a goth pimp. Yo, all these shits be flames. One, one wing pimped out to the side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh I'll man! I tell you, I, so I, yeah, I would say Sephiroth is one. Sephiroth. Uh, it's it's supposed to be pronounced with an F as an F. I don't pronounce it with a P. Maybe that's a that's a Haitian. In Queens, name. we pronounce it Sephiroth. <laughs> we pronounce it with a P. You know, so y'all let me know if if it's P or F. And don't troll me. I'm sure me. people pronounce it both ways. Um, I, I don't mean, know. I, I like I like I like it. I like I like um the Final Fantasy angle. I gotta think a little bit more because there's been some there's been some games where I'm like, oh nah, this dude came to slay. <laughs> He's slaying everything, including you know what I'm saying the game literally. He's killing the game. Um, Tekken characters. Some some of the men Tekken characters got dope fits. But um, <laughs> who has the worst style fictionally? Like I said, I couldn't name a bunch of non-fiction real-ass people who need some help. But, oh, man. Uh, who has the worst, the worst style, style in, in, wow. The, in, the, oh, I know. Who? I know, I know. Who? 
the first X-Men movie. All that style sucked. Ugh. Terrible. Terrible wigs, terrible fashions, terrible makeup. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that's it. I guess. I guess, I guess, I guess. Um, Spider-Man 3. Terrible. Terrible fashions. Just in terms, look at look at Logan's jeans. Well, Lo- Lo- Logan is very on brand, so that's fine. Yo, that but... man has Canuck Couture, bro. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this Scott is Summers crazy. with his ascot. Is, is that an ascot or a turtleneck that Scott Summers wear? Right? Uh, yes. It's yes. both. Yes. It's both. Um, who has who has um? There was I think there was a couple of people in um the Fifth Element. That could have used Ooh. a little bit. That are that you shading Ruby Rod? I'm not shading. I'm just saying there was, there was a couple that uh, I think um, the fits were not properly gotten off it. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot here, but some people in the Fifth Element. I don't know. Jesus. There was like a couple of fits. There was a couple of fits that I was like, Ugh. but then again, I'm not a fashionista, so take what I say with a grain of salt. Come on, man! (laughs) I might have to do a whole series. This is actually uh, Afro Taco Storm. This is actually a great question because this is something I can probably do on foralnerds.com because this this just opens up the whole world. Because when I really think about it, oh, I got some names. Yep. All right, what's the next question? All right, let us let us open the iPhone. Um, finally from Jay Shep, aka Static Shock G. Last week, we saw behind the scenes of how Cyclops was brought back from the dead in uh, Alt- Uncanny X-Men Volume 5, Annual Number 1, adding to the growing list of heroes slash villains that death can't keep their hold on, such as Professor X, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Banshee, Colossus, just to name a few from one team. <laughs> My question to you all, who do you want to stay dead? Who needs to come back and why? Mm. I don't have I don't have any heavy thoughts on this one way or another because I feel like at the end of the day in Marvel everyone nobody everyone's in everyone's comics period ev- well yeah in comics period but, but but particularly in this field especially in this frame of Marvel um everybody's Schrodinger's cat right like everyone's alive and dead at the same time yeah it doesn't matter so I mean it, it, not to say that you don't feel some type of way when when and if they die but at the end of the day, they coming back. So I don't know if I if I feel that tough about anybody like that. I mean, Scott can die. Scott Summers can die. He well, can stay dead. Oh, he back. <laughs> See. So, um. But here's the other thing that people don't realize: when they take people off the board, they take them off for years. It's not like they mm-hmm. come back six months later. Wolverine was dead, and he was dead for almost three, four years. And you mean and real time? Real time, not like book time, not which was probably like of two or three volumes, or thirty something issues where he was dead. And even his death, you knew that he was dead, but he wasn't really dead, dead because he was encased in adamantium. You know what I'm saying? So that's another so cheat it was code like, situation. It was like it, it was. There's a lot of things where where I would say um, it's not permanent. And when they brought Barry Allen back, when mm. the Superman died, Superman died, stayed dead uh, three like 365 days, spawned four people and then came back. So I don't know. Somebody who needs to stay dead, I. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who's dead right now in Marvel who I said who I would say, um, you know what? 
I don't think we need them to come back. Um, I, I really don't. Yeah, like, I yeah. can't think of anybody off the top of my head who's um, who's dead who needs to stay Well, I dead. can, but not in Marvel. Wow. Um, and I say this with complete and other utter respect mm-hmm. to both the real-life actress and the character, but they should have, in my opinion let Princess Leia die and stay dead. Wow. And which one was it? In the, um, in the, uh, in the Jedi, not the Jedi Returns. What? Oh my Empire God. Empire Strikes, Bra- Strikes Back? <laughs> no. Um, God, not- Force Awakens? For- yes. Last Jedi? Yes. Episode 7? Episode Jedi. Episode Jedi. 8? Last Jedi. Oh. Um, and I know so many people are going to just get so But she didn't die me. though. She, she didn't die in the movie. She was she she was on the brink. She was dead, sir. She was basically. Do you remember the the scene where they uh got the the bridge got shot up and she got launched into yeah. space? She was starting and to her body she was, was crystallized, crystallizing in ice and all that stuff. She was effectively dead. You are not going to tell me that someone who's effectively dead could then call upon the force and float Superman float her way back to the ship. I've watched the Undertaker wrestle for 20 plus years. Hey, he's been dead. He they literally <laughs> put him in a casket. 12 people in the Royal Rumble put him in a casket and set and he 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 struck down the casket and rose and said I will be back. And he returned for WrestleMania. You can't tell me that miracles don't happen that forces no, cannot I can't, preclude I can't. you from dying. I can't tell you that Listen. miracles don't happen, but what I can tell you is I felt like that was cheap. I felt like a little bit of their personal feelings for the woman behind the character drove some of that decision making because it just for me as a and like again everyone might completely disagree with me I don't care it felt forced it just felt like they were like we don't want you to die again we want to keep you here for as long as possible and I get the sentiment however to me it it, it cheapens things a bit that's mm. how I feel is there anybody who you would want to come back? Because um, I can't think of—I can't really think in fiction of anybody who who's dead. Like if 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 we just take—I don't know if if they meant to keep it straight to comics, but I don't—I don't know of anyone that I could think of off the top of my head who are are no longer there, like who are dead. And I'm like, you know what? There's no reason. There's no reason to bring them back. Um, I don't know. I, I I think on it, but there's I I know one. They could bring back Cottonmouth. They didn't have to kill him in the first freaking place since we mentioned him. That's a you know if Luke Cage was still yeah in uh production, I would say yeah. That's a character that should have never died. No. Ever, 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 ever. They could have ever. taken him off the board. They could have sent him to wherever Remy from House of Cards went. <laughs> And then right, we would have known. Disappeared that man went air. upstairs with Julie. <laughs> Judy, he went upstairs. He went to the upper room. He went to the upper room. But um, <laughs> him, him, I would say I'd love to come back. Um, that's a good one. That's damn. You made me forget my other one. That one was so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Definitely, I would love to see come back. Uh, I would like them to find a way to bring Killmonger back for the Black Panther sequel. I'd like to see them find a way. 
you know, that's not the first time I've heard that. I've heard that several times, particularly especially over the last few weeks because because Black Panther been all up and down in the in the award show and yeah. they keep talking about the sequel and then this has kept kept coming up. And I'm just like if he does come back for what? For why exactly? Maybe for whoever brought him back. Another enemy that may want to bring him back. The, there's in um uh Tanahasi Coates's uh run, there's a lot of fantastical characters. The the gods are involved, the, all mm-hmm. the gods of the different tribes. There there's ways. I I, I think it would be cool. I, I think for the, the for gauntlet. the sake of the um the ways, movies, quote unquote gauntlet. Right. So I think for the for the sake of the movies and stuff, it wouldn't happen. I wouldn't be mad if it was done in a purposeful way. Um so I, I'd like to see them come back. Uh, I'd love to see Loki come back. Well, yeah, I, I, I absolutely. I'm still don't know if he's dead because he plays so many tricks. I don't know right. if he's for real, for real dead. I'm just not sure what Killmonger's purpose really would be. Like, I understand you said he would just be there for whoever raised them back or if they did some timeline change up. But like, for what? He's not going to do the same thing again. He's still going to hate Black Panther and, and T'Challa and the rest of them. So what? We going we gonna do that again? Like I don't get it. What we gonna do? Maybe he's not the main villain. Maybe he's part of the army and somehow he um somehow he he revolts against the person that brought him back. I do I haven't thought it out. I just thought I said I wouldn't be mad at it. You were, you you don't mind seeing that. Nah. All I right. wouldn't be mad at it. That's fair. Um, that being said, let us know who you would bring back if you could bring back a fictional character or who would you want to keep dead um once they've you know met the true death you know who else i would love to bring back i i'd love to bring back sephiroth <laughs> i'd like to bring him back so that's my that's, that's my favorite final fantasy villain yeah him and him and kefka were dope kefka was dope yeah, but kefka um dope, yeah. yeah sephiroth was it man all right that's good. Well, if you too have some comments on this or any other questions, or if you want to ask us your geekwently asked question, hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com. You can also hit us up on the social medias at forallnerds. And also, I had mentioned briefly the fact that um, Black Panther has been all up and down this award show season. Um, rightfully so. Like I said, we had a big conversation about them and their Oscar nominations. Um, and then obviously the uh, the stuff that came along with that, but also they the cast won uh, recently at the SAG Awards. Yep. Um, this well, first, how much more are they gonna win? Or is it just like okay, we're done? Win, 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 <laughs> win, win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. Um, I don't know. This was a major award. Like this is major. major. This was for cast this ensemble. Is major. Yeah, ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was major. That's a major accomplishment yeah. for them. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen at the Oscars. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, the Globes already happened, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's uh, SAG, and then I guess it's the Oscars after, right? Is there one more? There might be that we're uh, probably missing out. Right? Uh, 
I was about to say People's Choice Awards. Um, yeah, I think it's it's sad. The image Awards, it's image, <laughs> uh, BT Awards, um, BT Soul. What was it? Um, Soul Train Music Awards. <laughs> uh, Soul Train Awards. The Winter Soldier. <laughs> the Winter Soldier Awards. Um, yeah, no, I I think I, I still think they have an outside shot of winning that Best Picture Oscar. Um, because of the body that's so voting, too. because of the particular body that's voting, yeah, I think they haven't. Because the votes are still happening now, they're mm. still being being tallied. So you, you, you think the impact they, of this other winning right. is going to it's drive gonna this there's win. gonna be influence. There's gonna be yeah. a lot of influence. So I would not be surprised if they are in the running, or if they don't win, that they were top two or three. But I I, I do think. If they're definitely up for a costume Oscar, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. that's a that's bagged. That's they, they bagged. Up that's for copped. several sound related things, sound editing, uh, sound design. I believe sound mm-hmm. design. Um, obviously, it's the soundtrack, uh, best original song, the right. score itself. That's Ludwig. Um, yes, costuming. Right. And then best um, picture. I mean, yeah, there's I know, seven. So I think Infinity War got the nod for the special effects. Special effects, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Which is not out of outlandish but for everything that they built for Wakanda I'm 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 a little shocked that they you've both never weren't seen, in it that's I, I have to agree it's, with it's you because like, a lot of the stuff you saw at least and, and and some people will say well there was some which it was um that there was like a scene or two where stuff looked a little sketchy but but there's a lot of special effects that you have never seen in another Marvel movie particularly because of the setting right. and the city and all that and the people who are involved but to your point, I'm I was kind of surprised that they didn't get that too. Call it greedy, I don't know, but I was a little surprised that no, it, they it, didn't get that nod. It is fine. Too. What, but but I guess they said one one Marvel movie at a time. Picture, original score, costume design, sound mixing, production design, production well, design. Production design yeah, is, is yeah. the set and okay. everything. Yeah. So and and Infinity War did have like it was like heavy special effects too, but mm. the production design is probably all right. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm definitely fine with that. But yeah. That best that best original song, well, best the, original song. All well, the they stars. Did, they didn't put it in. They didn't put it in here with it. But like, for some, well, Google did it. But I know all the stars. Mm-hmm, was, yeah, yeah. All because the stars I sure. guess because it's individual, so they don't count it as a movie award. But yeah, it's it's slow for that because Gaga's Gaga's taking all of that. A word? You think so? Yo, I, I know how that is. <laughs> I know how that is. But then at the same time, Three Six Mafia did win. It's hard out here you for know, I still cannot believe that happened. Like that Yo, still shocks the hell out of me. There, not because they weren't speech. deserving or anything. It's just, yeah. it's just three six was on the stage with Taraji singing "Hard Out Here for a Pimp" and it got a whole ass Oscar because of it. Yo, did you did you remember the controversy when um, Terrence Howard was wondering whether or not he should perform with them as no. DJ? Yo, Black Hollywood had to kind of call him like. Like don't do it. Let Three Six Mafia do it. That was all. That was the, the 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 respectability. Yo, you about to make us look crazy right Black now. Black Hollywood and call him. Black Hollywood was just like I already got some calls. Like bro. Black Hollywood and call him when he came to Howard dressed in full drum major regalia, singing and performing his hits from Hustle and Flow. I mean, but I was there when it happened. That ain't the first time Howard ain't seen no craziness on that yet. <laughs> Um, but also, I wanted to make mention that, um, speaking of Black Panther, that right on time for Black History Month, it is coming back to theaters for one week 
February 1st through February 7th. So you have exactly one week to see Black Panther for free at participating AMC theaters. Bob Iger, the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, just announced this. Mm-hmm. So obviously this is another push towards the drive for you know Oscar winning this. It's another push to, I, I think they just kind of, piggybacking off the fact that it's you know um black history month as opposed to doing it for black history month Mm -hmm. but point is you'll have another chance to see black panther if somehow you haven't seen it impossible but somehow you haven't seen it this will be your chance for the free you gonna be seeing it again jeff uh, I've seen it know. six times the first time around. I think i'm good good. and then it's on netflix too yeah yeah yeah. I, i can see it when i see it you feel me so i mean but but this is actually i will say it is a different it's a different viewing experience when you're seeing it in a big screen with the Dolby going on especially if I don't know if they're going to do like a 3D thing either but it is different when you're in a full theater as opposed to sitting in mm. front of your iPhone screen yeah it's true maybe um, on top of that um, oh man I there's like so much just unfortunately negativity and hate in this world man and it's 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 exhausting, but you have to keep talking about this because you have to do something. We have to do something about it. We always had to do something about it, but we really got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, love, sending love and support to Jesse Smollett, or... who was actually viciously attacked and beaten by alleged MAGA supporters. Um, today, well, did it happen or it overnight happened. it happened overnight in it, Chicago? Yeah. Um, it was reported that, you know, late at night he was um, he was in, I, I guess, a neighborhood that he was um, staying in when he, he flew overnight into Chicago to do an event or a project or what have you. And a couple of men attacked him, um, not only attacked him for his blackness, but for, attacked him particularly for being gay. So they, they attacked him because of his whole identity. And it made my skin crawl. It just, it made my heart stop because it's also like, not to say that, I mean, this is Jesse Smollett. So it's just like, that's not the, not that anyone ever should be, but like you, that name wouldn't pop up in your mind as somebody who would be targeted for this type of thing. Right. But it happened. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of goes back to show you like all the ignorance that people be saying. And it's just like, you have all of these constant real life examples of why the ignorance you say is ignorant. Why why you full why you full of shit when you say shit like oh being gay is a choice and when you say shit like oh there's there's a gay agenda and all this, like all this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You have people who are being killed here on the daily. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now you have somebody who who's like a less less a major superstar that that this has occurred to. Yeah. There there's been accounts and like I said we I don't I don't know all the details but there's accounts that he got bleach or some chemical substance thrown on him yeah. that they put a noose around his neck yeah. and then, you know, cont- you know, said said all sorts of gay slurs, racial slurs, all the this is a hate crime. 100 percent. 100 percent. So and, and that's another thing I want to talk to all of these people doing this alleged this and I don't know. And maybe. No, it's a hate crime. Mm-hmm. When you attack somebody based on who they are, you are you are committing a crime, a hateful crime. It is a crime yeah yeah and um i think the time for night naivety around what that mega hat represents needs to end because 
I think it's willful you know, ignorance. It's, it, yeah. Forget naivete. I, 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 it's willful ignorance. It, it's a lot of wolf, willful ignorance. It's a lot of looking the other way. It's a lot of both sidesing with that hat. And, you know, a wise man once said, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it ain't a rhinoceros. <laughs> you feel me? And there's a lot of quacking going on with people that wear that hat. And it's just, I feel like... 50 years from now, our woke successors are going to look at this MAGA era the way we look at the Ku Klux Klan era and look at hoods. They're going to they're going to wonder how we let people walk around freely with those hats on, how we parodied those hats to be ironic and help to further spread the hate from that it imbues within it. And it's just it's evident now, right? That's just one thing. Secondly, unfortunately, these type of crimes have been going on for decades, and it, it hits close to home when it's somebody that we know. But whether it's bullying, whether it's you know um, trolling online, getting attacked online, this is just constantly being happened to marginalized people, and it's just you know. It's, and I don't know that brother personally. I know um, you know I know people who manage his family and stuff like that. But he don't seem like somebody who deserved that. You know nobody, what I mean? He, I mean, he and, I, like and I know nobody, you're not saying right, that, right, but right, right, right. nobody but deserves violence. No, nobody deserves that. But he d- doesn't come off, especially as somebody like who slowly, I guess, came out the closet with his. And, and I'm not even sure where that is, where he's fully out or he's just no, like, he's out. Um, you know, I didn't mm. know if he's just like a symbol now, like how Prince was. Well, and I was just like, I, I am what I am type thing. And, and, you know, you find out if you're trying to holler or if you or if you want more information or whatever happened, you know, like I know that it was kind of like, you know, I was playing coy and then it was just like, yo, this is who I am. Like, accept me for who I am. And if we would just do that, shit would be so much easier. You know how much stress it takes on you to hate people? It takes so much energy to hate somebody consistently. It's like you get throttled. Your internal battery gets throttled by hate that you contained inside of you and exhibit on a daily basis. I don't know how people have the energy to continue with that hate. You don't need it. Like, we don't need it, man. Like, you yeah. you just got to let that go. It's, it's just definitely let it go. a choice to be racist, hateful, homophobic. That's a choice. It's a big choice, yep. And it's, it's all I have to say is, especially when we, at the top of the show we talked about allies and stuff like that, especially if you're straight, you need to speak up. Yeah. You, like, if you haven't been doing it now, I don't know what the fuck you've been, but you got to, you got to stop. You got to be part of the solution. You can't continue to just be silent on this. You can't. Yeah. Like, that's... It's oh a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Anyway, like I said, um, you know, lots of love, peace, light to Jesse. That's, that's completely just... Beyond the pill. And but I hope I hope the proper authorities find them dudes. I hope so too. Um uh that being said, um I wanna definitely open up the floor for people to talk to us as well. Like, mm. you know, if there's something whether you know, regardless of what communities you're a part of, if there's something that you think we can be doing better, whether it's bringing up bringing to light certain issues within the pop and geek culture community, particularly those that affect people of color. 
Um, if you think that we there are better ways for us to 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 help you have a mic in this space, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Like hit it up. And and if you don't want to do it publicly, like a lot of people ain't necessarily for the social media stuff. Fine, hit us up on email. Fine, contact at formal.com. But one of the things that we always want to make sure on this show is that we are inclusive and that we enable the people who need us the most. Right. 100% because like I'm like I was just beside myself about all of this stuff. And it's it's just it's too much hate in this world. Yeah, yeah. And I, I echo that, man. It's like, yo, we uh we operate in this space and we can always be doing better and we can always I I believe one of the um platforms of this show and the reasons why it was created is to give those voice to those who may feel voiceless. Yeah. So always always feel like you can chime in and speak to us and and you know hold us accountable yeah do whatever it is you know what i'm saying we're we're always watching we're always listening so facts um that being said please make sure that you are subscribed to this show on soundcloud itunes slash apple music google play music stitcher spotify Everywhere you listen to your podcasts, For All Nerds, make sure that you rate us. The ratings are absolutely, positively still incredibly important. That rating shows that there are actual people listening and people can also see what you feel about the show. And it also helps us, as as we mentioned earlier, to improve. Please make sure you're sharing this show. We post it on pretty much every single platform. No reason why you can't share it with others. If people don't know what the show is about, put them on. We have, and I personally have, been seeing a lot of people like adding the Apple Podcasts and responding to folks who are like, oh, what are some people of color podcasts that I need to be listening to? And y'all very quickly be like, for all nerds, Thank you. Love you for that. Please continue to do that. And as always, if you wanted to continue to support us, if you have the means to support us financially, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash for all nerds, where you too can get yourself your very own life size Jeff J figure for yeah. The cool figure of five racks. Nah, it's gonna cost that entire five thousand dollars then. It's, unless you go into Madame Tussauds or some or something like that. Y'all want y'all y'all don't want me in your house. Listen, y'all really don't. They don't want me in their house. Don't don't do that. I may have to record a mixtape at this point. Cause I, I think I said I think we put that down. If y'all make me have to record a mixtape, I'm going to put it on SoundCloud. I'm a, just to keep it all authentic. It's gonna be on SoundCloud. I will do a whole shoot. I, I will get an actual producer to make me a beat. And it, and I will give you 0.1% of any earnings that I, I receive. I'm adding it as a tier on Yo, Patreon. Oh, my God. The Madame <laughs> Tussauds tier. Y'all are hilarious, man. Y'all are hilarious. And you know, as always, your money will be spent, right? Your money will not be wasted. Your money will not be used inappropriately. Because here at For All Nerds, we do not believe in conning our fans. Mm. Universally or in any other part of space. (laughs) Because why would you? It's not like, um, what would we do? Would Would you go to Toronto? Maybe you'd go to San Diego. I don't know. I've heard those places are nice this time of year. Maybe, maybe we would, um... We'd stop doing the show or say it and then come back the next week like, hey, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, y'all. 